Hey, hey, welcome back, friends, and welcome to, if this is your first time, Two Waves. My name is Corey, and I'll serve as a vessel to guide you, inspire you, to encourage you, to motivate you, to even to uplift you. Here on Two Free, the mission is to promote and encourage transparency, authenticity, and honesty. Two Free also serves to edify for a better you, a better us, and a better we. guys a question can I ask you guys a question why is it more so for the believers why is it that we want to attribute calamities to Satan why do we want to say oh Satan not today or Satan's working against me now there are there are instances many instances where you you know it's Satan working against you but why is it that everything that that messes up especially when it's our doing and we just don't want to admit it. Why is it when it's our doing, we want to blame Satan? Why do we give him that power when we as believers have Holy Spirit, which is power of light over everything? When we have the power to shut him down every time, why do we give him so much credit when he's already defeated? We are victorious. I just think some of us need to hear that again. We have already won. So stop giving Satan the power and giving him the credit of ruining and messing up your life and your plans. When God's will and plans will always prevail. Really think about the next time something goes wrong, ask yourself, did I do this? Or was it really Satan? If it was him, then you cast him, you bound him, and you rebuke him in the name of Jesus. But if it was you, take that power back and be like, look, that was me. But I can no longer be defeated because I have the power of Christ in me. And that's what I learned, y'all. I won't ever be defeated again. I won't be distraught anymore because I know that I've already won. All right, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this next episode because we about to get into it. God bless. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back, friends. Welcome to Waves. If this is your first time, welcome to the Two Free Movement. Welcome to the Two Free Vision. And uh, I hope that you enjoy this. Okay, so this week, um, let me, hold on, let me, let me put it in reverse real quick. All right, guys, my name is Corey, <laughs> okay? And let me put it back in drive and get back up to the light. All right, here we are. <laughs> I'm not about to play. Anyway, okay, so um, this episode is, um, I just want to reach out and just encourage some people. I just want to encourage and edify um, and, and just talk about a few things. Um, we're all going through this. Uh, we're all going through this together. We're all trying to figure out what the plan is, what's next, where do we go from here, and what to do. And, you know, for me, I'll, I'll bring it into a little a little um, story. Um, so I'm just as I'm I'm trying to figure out my footing and where I'm supposed to go next and what I'm supposed to do. But I decided at the beginning of the year 
um, that I wasn't going to uh, go anywhere or do anything without God's hand in it. And I meant that. I mean it. And I, so I had planned that I was going to go move to Atlanta. Um, I really was. I kept it a secret all summer. I was out here bussing and, you know, working three jobs. And I, I mean, <laughs> the money's beautiful. Yeah. But it was for a different, it was a purpose. It was a plan I had and it was to move to Atlanta. Yet, I just, two months into it, three months into it, I just, I just does not feel like God's hand is in this. I can't move. Not just physically, but I, I can't move. Like, I, I, like spiritually, I'm being held, like, to be still, like, to be quiet, to sit down, to just wait on God. And uh, I'm in this phase now where, like, it's like, I don't even know if it's a phase, but I'm in this lifestyle now to where it's like, I'm okay with that. I'm okay not having all the answers. I'm okay not being so proactive in this. I'm I'm okay that I don't have to make all the decisions. I have to know every answer to everything. I'm okay just being still because I know God's got me. I know God has brought me through this season, these passes, and I know his promises stand strong forever. And, um, so anybody out there that is hearing my voice, I want you to know that God sees you. The Holy Spirit is with you if you ask him to be. And Jesus died for all of us to give us everlasting life. You know, when you get salvation, God backdates your past, present and future sins. I mean, he's just that great. It's a type of forgiveness and grace that no human can ever give to another human being that you can't experience that you can't earn that we don't deserve and I there's it takes me back to a story uh, if I was to title this I, I think I am going to title this this episode stay on the ship and it takes me to the book of Acts 28 27 28 and it's a story of Paul and he's amongst 275 other uh, prisoners. And basically what he's, what's going on in this is there, it takes them three months to travel from one place to eventually, to eventually reach Rome. And as they're on their way to Rome, they're in Malta. They're in Malta. And it's crazy. It's, it's funny. Well, crazy is not the right word. Funny is not the right word. It's, uh, I don't, I don't know, but, uh, what, however, what I'm trying to say is it, it, it's, it it coincides with like my current life. I'm not sure if it's for you or not, but I, my Malta right now is like around me. it, It seems like it's a state of decay kind of, um, and I'm doing everything I can to keep it alive, but what we see is our Malta. What we see that is not where we want to be is our Malta. Let me put it like that. That's what I'm trying to say. So what you see, your current circumstances that you obviously don't want to be your circumstances, where you're currently at, where you, you think you should be further in life, where you should be doing the things that you, your heart desires, that's your Malta because you're looking, you're lamenting, you're lamenting, you're lamenting on the fact of what you don't have or where you're not at yet so that's your malta 
but do not miss the blessing and the revival during your Malta before you get to your destination, which is Rome. You want to get to Rome, but you're in your Malta right now. But do not sleep on that Malta and be just studying on the negative and limiting on the fact that you're not there yet. Because who's to say that your Malta isn't God isn't God's plan of reviving you? What if that's his plan for your revival? And I believe my Malta is God's plan for my revival. Because before I can get to Rome, I have to get, get it together. And this is my Malta. So in this story they're on their malta and they're they're being shipped they're they're on this ship on the, before they get to malta they're on this ship and um it's a horrible storm and it's tossing them back and forth back and forth and so they start jettisoning jettisoning jettison they start tossing cargo over the over the ship um and god tells paul to tell everyone hey if anyone jumps off this ship if we get off this ship then there will be a loss of life but if everyone stays on the ship if we stay in our circumstances if we stay in our situations and follow god's word and commit continue to commit to whatever we're in that's making it really hard even though we see no hope even though we see darkness even though we see just can't see god is saying if you just stay you you will survive I promise you, you will not die. You will not. I don't want to use the word die. He says there will be no loss of life. So what they do is ultimately Paul gets everyone. There is resistance, but ultimately Paul gets everyone to stay on the boat. And yes, their ship ends up hitting a sandbar and then their ship wrecked. But let me tell you this, the beautiful part about this. Every time in your life, when you shipwreck, it's not the end of the story for you. Some people might think, oh, they're, they're shipwrecked. That's the end. No, you survived the storm. The storm when it was raining, when it was dark, when it, when it was in the thick of it, when it was the heat of it, when I was, <laughs> when, when I had no income, when, when I was a day away from being evicted, when, I had, when my family had disowned me, when I had lost my car, when I had no food, when I had dropped out of the college, when I had, like, when everything just seemed dark, and I couldn't figure out where, when did this all start for this snowball to just get, just take up momentum and just roll downhill and just ultimately just beat me up, you know? God said to stay in it. Now, granted, I didn't know what option I had but to stay in it because I knew that taking my life wasn't an option. That wasn't even a thought that came into my head. But it is for some people because it's so heavy on you. And I understand that. I feel that. And I, I just paused. Paul was like, everyone, you have got to stay on the ship so there would be no loss of life. That's what God was like for me. There was no loss of life. I survived. I survived my storm when I had nothing, no help. All I had was God, literally. It takes me back to the scripture, Matthew 6, 33. Seek the kingdom of God above all else. Live righteously. And God will provide everything you need. God is my savior. God is my provider. God is my father. And I leaned into that truth and I'm doing so well right now I'm doing very well 
and in this midst of the ship of my storm and coming up on my Malta, I too free was born. Okay, then waves was born, then borrow was born, then all things too free was born, and I'm just so much better at it. Like I'm, I'm living in the light. I'm still in my Malta. I haven't got to Rome yet. You may still be in your Malta. You haven't got to Rome yet. But there is something in your life that you can attribute. You can apply and compare Paul's story to. And so, like I said, they uh, they got shipwrecked, and <laughs> the cap uh, the the he, he wasn't the captain. I think he was like the 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 person in charge of all the prisoners, but. He was just like, okay, so everyone, because the original plan was uh, the cap, uh, the the soldiers were like, hey, you know, let's kill all the prisoners, all 270 something of them. He's like, let's kill all the prisoners so they can't escape. I'm like, wow, it's bad enough that the people almost died on the ship, but you want to kill them so they can't get no freedom, even though y'all classifying them as prisoners. Wow, that's messed up. But what did I say? God said everyone has to stay, stay on the ship so that there would be no loss of life. So then the person in charge of the prisoners was just like no i have a better idea all those that can swim jump over the boat and swim to shore all those that cannot swim which would have been me uh grab some planks of wood from the broken ship and uh float or paddle your way towards the ships and everyone survived all 276 of them you had the people who could swim which are like the people who are probably a little bit stronger a little more able to handle these kind of things of the world like the fear and anxiety and the stuff that's happening around us and then you got some people who haven't got there yet who haven't uh received uh god's grace and the holy spirit and the 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 right friends and the right love in their life and the right circumstances and the right just just haven't got on them their side those are the people who uh can't swim i would say you know and um now i'm i'm part of the person that is learning to swim because my like i'm i'm learning to swim so in that story i would have been on the uh i would have been the the non non swimmer um i i, I thought that was a cool little thing that like kind of like point out but anyway um so then they get to the they get to where they they get to malta they get to land and so Paul's building a fire for 270 people, right? So it's a lot of wood, like a lot of wood. So he's going, he's gathering all this wood and he starts the fire. But as he's putting a piece of wood in the fire, a viper jumps out and latches onto him. Can you imagine that? Like, ugh, like what? what? Uh, but yeah, it latches onto him and the crowd is like, oh, 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 he, 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 oh, he, he, this man, no doubt is a murderer. Even though he has escaped the sea, justice has not allowed him to live. Everybody is going to have haters, okay? These people were calling him a demon, calling him a devil, because uh, and calling him a murderer because a viper had jumped onto him. But then listen what happens. But Paul shook the snake off into the fire and suffered no harm. They expected that he would begin to swell up or suddenly drop dead. And after they waited a long time, and saw nothing unusual happen to him they changed their minds and said he was a god the same people who will call you out your name diss you and 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 not believe in you one day will be at your at your grand opening or at your 
your your your your world press conference saying, "Oh yeah, ah, we supported you." Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. People are fickle. They really are. You know, the 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 same people who was uh calling Jesus a uh a, a fraud back in the day and and throwing stacks of rust stones at him, spitting on him, disrespecting him. Ooh, I just y'all I I just I sometimes I hate being classified as a human because humans can be so cruel and so evil and so wicked and just so nasty and I just hate that and I hate that for Jesus like he had to go through that but I, man ooh but anyway the same people who were doing that the next day oh Christ has risen God, God Christ is our king yes 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 Jesus all the way like just all I'm trying to say is just be careful who you turn to and where you search for your affirmations because the same people that stab you in your back will be the same people that be trying to show up um be trying to show up and act like you know what I'm getting off topic I'm gonna stop right there I'm just gonna stop right there just be careful where you search for your affirmations like that disingenuine social media get off of social media get off of it and if you can't get off of it, wind yourself back from it somehow. Put a timer on the apps. Uh, like for me, I use like I, I don't even really use my media anymore. I really don't because uh, let me say a couple of things and then I'll finish the story. What I've been learning as I've been sitting and being quiet and being still and not messing with anybody and not doing anything but working on me and my relationship with God is I've just been seeing that, you know, not, I've been learning not to toss my pearls to the pigs. I'm learning not to share my vision and my, and and my, and my, and my goals and my dreams with everybody. And it's so sad that people, there really are truthfully people out here that really want to see you fail. And I don't get it. I don't get it, you know? I don't understand why people don't want to co-create. I don't understand why people rather inflate themselves by seeing someone else fall. Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. However, be careful or be cautious where you search for your affirmations. Because they'll turn on you the very next day and it's just because people are fickle you know they like one they like strawberry one day and then the next day they hate it so so before so when once so after that happened um they finally made it to rome and what I want to say to you guys and encourage you is just like stay on that ship because you survived the storm, the tossing and the, the wreckage and the losing everything. I lost everything through the storm. But now I'm on land. I made it to land after swimming with my little wooden plank. I made it to land. And now I'm shipwrecked. So if you make it to being shipwrecked, I know it's not something to look forward to. But once you get to shipwrecked, knowing that you're you're going to survive, you did survive. You survived the storm out on the open water. Now you can pick up the pieces 
and begin to see, okay, where are we going next? We're on our way to Rome. So stay in it. Stay strong. And just know that it starts with you. Like, I know it seems so cliche to say it, but you picking up the pieces and building yourself up and being strong for you is the only way someone else is, is the only way other people are going to be healed. You, and and, 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 if, and, and if sometimes I believe that if you don't know what your purpose is or what you're supposed to be doing, join somebody, like I said, join somebody else's purpose or somebody else's passion or somebody else's vision so that you may find yours. Because the only way I feel like in our current the current world for that people are going to be able to start to heal and to be kinder and to to love one another and really be hot for God is if we start serving other people and other people's needs. And I believe that's how we find who we are and what we're supposed to be doing here on this earth, because this earth, this world and everything that it offers is not real. It's tangible. I need you guys to wake up and understand that everything that you touch here on earth will soon cease to exist the money the wealth the cars the clothes the houses the 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 the, the accreditations the uh, the accomplishments the the things that you gain like it's all going to disappear like stop going after monetary gains and and in these worldly gains like and if you if you get them if you do get them that's great god bless you but share them Share your worldly resources with those around you. So then when it, when it all ceases and when it disappears, you'll have a place in et- for eternal life. But you also got to like give away. You have to also put down your, your life. You got to devote yourself to God. Like you got to take your vote away, devote and devote yourself to God. Like you got to die in order to live. It sounds like a paradox. It It, it is a paradox. Like, in order to live, you have to die. Like, look up that word paradox, y'all. Like, the Bible is a paradox. Um, but it's, it, 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 I mean, it works. Like, it, 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 it works because it works. Like, it just works. Like, it, being a paradox, something being a paradox is not a bad thing. Let me say that. And um, I want to read this to y'all, too. Um, the response to Paul's message, um, it's also in Acts 28 and it says, um, okay, so it's, uh, it's Acts 28, 25. And it says this disagreeing among themselves. They began to leave after Paul made one statement. The Holy spirit was right in saying to your ancestors through the prophet Isaiah, when he said, go to these people and say, you will always be listening, but never understanding. And you will always be looking, but never perceiving. For the hearts of these people have grown callous. Their ears are hard of hearing, and they have shut their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes and hear with their ears. Understand with their heart and turn, and I would heal them. And I would heal them. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes and hear with their ears. Understand with their heart and turn and I would heal them. Therefore, let it be known to you that this salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles. They will listen. So, I just, 
you, you can apply that to wherever. Um, it, like I said, it came out of Acts 28 and it, it, it's going to take you reading it that what I just read for yourself to understand what I was trying to, it's, it's, it's a mouthful. It's, um, but I've been meditating on it. So it makes a little bit more sense to me. I don't have it all yet, but basically what it was saying for me and <clears throat> to me is even though Paul's preaching the message, the good news to the people, they still didn't want to hear him because their hearts were callous. Their ears were shut. Their eyes were sealed because they were more in tune to what was happening in this world, what they wanted in this world. They were more in love with their prized possessions and what they could get and what they what and, and what they had. And so, but if God gives you a word and gives you a message and whether the Jews or the Gentiles listen, that's not on you. You did what God told you to do. I'm doing what God told me to do, whether people listen, whether they don't. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here to bring souls back to God and to the truth. Like I speak for truth. I ride for truth and I ride for freedom. And anytime I say something, you better best believe that it's backed up in the word. Okay. Like, and, um, they eventually made it to Rome. So stay in your storm, stay on your ship because there will be no loss of life. And know that, know that we can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. Proverbs 16, 9. We may throw dice, but the Lord determines how they fall. Proverbs 16, 33. You can make many plans, but the cards will, but the Lord's will prevail. I got to work on my handwriting. <laughs> that was Proverbs 19, 21. But the Lord's plans stand firm forever and cannot be shaken. His intentions. Psalms 33, 11. We can make our plans, but the Lord gives the right answer. Proverbs 16, 1. So I want you guys to understand and know that you can make your plans. You can ask God for them. You can do all this. But God's purpose was his original intent for you. Your destination is your calling. So if God hasn't brought you to your calling yet, that's fine. Because God hasn't shown you your destination and you haven't arrived yet. You're in your Malta. But know this, your purpose, you can search for it all you want, but know that you're not going to lose it unless you lose it. And what I mean is God's purpose equals his original intent, his original plan for you. And God's, like I said, I read you those scriptures, the Lord's plans will always prevail. So rather you be a part of it when he speaks to you or he will not use you for that purpose at the end of the day the lord's purpose his plans will always prevail so you got to be in tune you got to and i'm learning this myself y'all like i'm not i'm just an imperfect messenger but what i'm saying is i'm on the right track to make sure i gain my purpose and i get to my destination my calling so but we also have to realize we also have to know that um we can't be too busy lamenting, lam- lamenting on the facts of what we see, you know, like the way I like to see it is uh, like I said, and uh, like I've said before, is it should be like a numerator denominator kind of like function for you. So sight should be on top and vision should be on bottom. 
sight is I mean sight should be on the bottom and vision should be on the top because vision is something that you can't vision is intangible like it's not it's until it comes together like it's not it's it's, it's just a vision right and then the sight is what you see what you can touch what is happening around you what is current and that is the thing that's temporary your sight everything you see is always temporary especially when we're using our sight we blink we turn our attention we go different directions we stay in one spot for a little bit move around your sight is always fleeting it always changes so knowing that the denominator is your vision it's solid it doesn't it doesn't change but it has multiple versions think about that <laughs> um and the last thing i want to say is like when when he shook that viper y'all it was a word it, it was basically saying um satan couldn't get to couldn't get to you when you were in the storm right because you survived the storm we survived the storm i survived the storm and now that we made it to land and we're in our malta satan couldn't get to us by trying to kill us physically or externally so what does he do like i said when that viper latches on what does he do oh well okay well well since i can't since i couldn't get Corey that way this is what i'm gonna do and so this is what he does he I had a whole note about this anyway. Okay, well, I'm going to just do it off the dome. All right, so. He couldn't take me out externally. So for you and I, he has, he has and is trying to take us out from the inside by sending venomous biters to destroy us internally. Be careful where you search for your affirmations, y'all. Don't go to social media stop taking every and this is for me too don't take it to social media don't look for your affirmations via social media or for those from those around you because like i said people can turn they can be one thing one day and support you and then be against you the next day the same people that are for you one day and you will that can and will easily turn on you the next like some people will celebrate easter and shout hosanna hosanna jesus is king and then will deny him and his ministry the next day and call you a fool like like simon denied or peter denied jesus three times before he was got got ready to be crucified i'm just i just gotta keep beating on the head y'all be careful where you search for your affirmations build yourself up find who god has called you live in that because when you start getting a real energy for God, when you start getting on fire for what God has for you and what God says and what God leads you, when you snakes are going to pop out and they're going to try to latch onto you. They're going to try to seed you with all these toxins to try to destroy you, to try to get you off your purpose and your wins that God has already set up for you. You got to shake it off. So you got when those vipers start attacking you and, and, and these are the vipers. I'm going to name them off. They're called offense, pain. Hurt, shame, regret, despair, bitterness, disappointment, lust, greed, jealousy, discouragement, anger. All of these things. 
can translate into sin. And what Satan is trying to do is he's trying to see that venomous toxin into you to get you off your purpose, to get you to get you distracted, to destroy you from within because he couldn't take you out externally. But I, I'm denouncing it in the name of Jesus that that's not going to happen because we all too wise for it. Now, you're not about to come for us like that. Like, no. So, like I said, what Paul did, what did Paul do? Or like Acts 28 said, what did Paul do? He just shook it off like Taylor Swift said, shake it off. Because before you can represent Jesus, before you can represent God, you got to shake all the vipers off. So when Satan is putting them on you, burn them, burn them so that you can shine bright like a diamond and shine bright for Jesus and go hard for God and be on fire for him. Because when you get to this level, ooh, can't nobody stop you. They look at you differently because you move differently. They don't want you to shine. But every time I hop out the car, I'm going to shine on them. Like, stop playing with me. I don't have a dime, but I'm a shine. Okay, like, ooh, y'all. Look, let me come on <laughs> like i'm about to keep going like but um basically we must run aground our ship trust god over it all that we can see when i lost everything y'all i had to trust god he was all i had i held on to him like a kid hangs on to their teddy bear when they lose their parents in the store or something like i had nothing left like i was just out here but i survived the, the storm I lost my ship, but it was never promised to me. That was never promised. God never said, this ship is what's going to carry you to your purpose. And I believe that we sometimes mistake our potential for our purpose. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. No. You may have a lot of potential for something to do something and a lot of uh, talent to do something. But is it really your calling? I don't believe so. I don't believe so. So, guys, I just, like I said, I wanted to encourage you to hang in there, whatever you're going through. I know it was a lot that I gave to you, but like I said, I always deliver a lot. I always serve a hot, full plate, and you guys search for what you can and pull what you can off that plate because I know that because most of this came out of the Bible, I know that it has God dripping from it, and I know that God is speaking to you, and I know that this, that you can find something in this that will help and you can apply it to your life. And I know that it will give you some type of strength, uh, some type of motivation, some type of, okay, I got this. Like, let me tell y'all this. Stop putting everything on Satan and giving him credit for things he don't even deserve. When things go bad, I know that our first instinct is to blame Satan. But why are we even allowing him to be... his name to even be used he's irrelevant he's already lost like god is victorious we won y'all we're the winner so why are we sitting here allowing satan to like it's not that we're allowing it's just we need to be more cognizant of he's beneath us like you're not even worthy to be underneath my feet when i walk on your face (laughs) like stop i'm god's son i'm god's daughter like stop playing with stop playing with us so guys i i pray that that this 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 sinks deep and i pray that it it motivates you and i pray that you just look at things differently and you just slow down and you just be still and you just ask god to lead you ask god whose purpose i mean whose vision or whose who can you serve so that you can find where you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to be doing? 
That's what's going to defeat our pain. That's what's going to defeat our hurt. That's what's going to defeat our bitterness. That's what's going to defeat all these vipers is serving someone else. Because what did Jesus do? Jesus like washed his disciples' feet. He laid down his heavenly title and became one of us, even though he was he's he he never committed any sin, but he washed disciples' feet. Something that in royalty you would think uh, uh, somebody in royalty that w- they would never do that. But Jesus, he left his heavenly title and lowered and humbled himself. So I believe that if we humble ourselves and we serve others, we could eradicate so much of this darkness and this evil. And it is my duty to go to war towards this darkness at all costs, because I know who my father is and I know that I've already won. And I refuse to let darkness continue to consume so many innocent lives and put people into shame to cause people to call, uh, create um, emotions of suicide. And, 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 and it's just, it's, 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 it stops. It's going to stop. It's going to stop because I believe that we are stronger as a people that, he, that, that we can heal if we just learn to love and serve one another and to, to be selfless and stop being so selfish and greedy and self-centered. God bless you guys. Thanks for riding the wave with me and tune in next week for the next episode. God bless all of you guys and thanks for being part of the Two Free Movement. This is Waves Podcast, an experience created by Two Free. Here, our vision is just to serve God first and edify those around us. Simply put, to love, share, and encourage through transparency, honesty, and testimony. Live Two Free. Thanks for being a part of this experience. And I hope and I pray that you'll find your freedom. That's too free.